0: What's up, guys? This is Minds Collide. We're back for episode two. And we're going to just jump right into things this week, and we're going to get started with a topic that I think is a little bit close to all of our hearts. Uh, Some of us are a couple years out of school now. Kyle's just experiencing this for the first time. Um, Mm -hmm. But we're going to talk about making the transition from school life to work life and what this time of year brings up in memories for everybody. Um, So let's just jump right into it.
1: Yeah. So what's up? What's up, everybody? Welcome back. Um, You know, I think The biggest thing for me, transition-wise, that hit the hardest, I think, originally was just missing the social aspect of class. Um, You know, I, I get to meet people at work, obviously, and get to collaborate with people day in and day out, but the one thing that I consistently miss about school is just the overall social freedom of just walking around and seeing thousands of familiar faces every day. Um, meeting new people constantly. And honestly, I do miss the classroom vibe. Um, I enjoyed learning and I obviously get to learn at work, but I just enjoy that atmosphere of just getting to kind of just sit in class and do group projects with people that I've known for a while. And just, like I said, walking around and seeing everybody on campus is definitely was the hardest thing that still affects me every day. That I kind of wish that I wasn't getting so old that it wouldn't be weird for me to go around and say what's up to people but you know it's kind of awkward now
2: i miss walking through the quad every day <laughs> Oh my! <laughs> for what <one> reason Drew?
3: <laughs> you know to socialize socialize oh
1: man yeah kyle you're the freshest it. how are you still feeling about it uh
3: it's still crazy man i some days i'll wake up and I'll be like wow like i remember just a couple months ago i would wake up make breakfast go to class like get to sleep in everything gets to go to the gym whatever and and now time is becoming so much shorter these days because you have to work you know eight hours every day get up super early and stuff but um the transition's going good i miss walking through campus all the time um this is gonna sound weird but that walking from like our place wherever we were living to like my class i don't know why that was like one of my favorite parts yeah. i don't yeah, know no, how to describe understand. it but that might sound a little corny but
2: i know what you mean it's like the vibe like it was just a calm yeah like all you had to do was go to walk. class <coughs> just yeah. putting in headphones
3: <laughs> listening to whatever you wanted having on like shades dressing like comfy that's another thing dressing in whatever dressing. you wanted
1: <laughs> yeah. dude i hate dressing I up for work it's oh, <laughs> i know i i feel that heavy and i think if for anyone that doesn't know obviously we told you guys we've been friends for like six years but we lived for one of our Well, our senior year me steve and Drew's senior year and then college junior year we all lived together in the same little apartment but it was freaking awesome it was, it was fun. definitely the best <laughs> year hands down yeah and that's something obviously i miss more than anything because i mean the three of us still three of us still live together drew's away and then one friend zach and nobody obviously you guys don't know who that is but it was just awesome getting to this, Wake up every day and have everyone surrounding each other, and then yeah. come home and have you know four other people in the same house just having a good time, clowning, and doing whatever we want, and that's something else that I think just I overlooked how awesome it was at the time. Like I knew how special it was, but as soon as we moved out, I was like, "Damn, that shit really hurts. <laughs> like this shit really sucks. Like we're really moving yeah. on to something completely different now."
3: Yeah,
2: it's something that was like hard to appreciate while you were in it. I like I think we all knew like when we were living it like this is awesome we want to laugh like we just
3: didn't see an end do yeah. you know what i mean like was no, no one was thinking about the day we had to move out until it was like
1: two weeks away
2: and it ends so quick too it's so quick, quick. it's done
1: just snap be your finger and you know what else i miss too and not a whole lot of them but i do miss seeing certain professors on campus like i miss yeah talking with certain marketing professors and certain management professors that i kind of got pretty good relationships with and that kind of just helped me find my path and I just really enjoyed their classes that's something else because I don't know if I'll ever see them again I hope I will but that's just something that's kind of like some days I'm just like damn I wonder what so-and-so is up to that's actually
0: really funny I ran into a professor the other day really yeah I did Uh, at Wawa nice (laughs) Wawa's a little uh convenience store around where we live but uh, it was kind of cool she just ran into me she she asked if I was still working at the same place that I've been since college I was like yeah I am still there uh, she's asking how it was all going, what's kind of the, the next steps for me, and, and where I see myself going, and it was really cool to just connect.
2: I like how you say Wawa's a convenience store, as if people <laughs> don't know what it's Wawa is. It's a gas is, station. <laughs> hey, that, I, I don't know. Our viewership knows what Wawa is. I would hope. If you're out there and you don't know, yeah, what, you Wawa don't know Wawa what
1: Wawa is, you gotta try it. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, better than sheets. In fact. Okay, we'll save that
3: for another discussion. <laughs> let's, play,
2: let's go on the other side of that. So, Yes, I miss school. Yes, I miss walking through the quad every day and just chilling and being around my friends all the time but the freedom the financial freedom of work the i don't know no stress no homework yes that's something when i go somewhere and they're like oh like how's the transition from college i'm like it's great i don't have any homework (laughs) it's like i get home from school or i get home from work every day and i sit on the couch and i don't have to worry about anything
1: literally nothing that's great and I can buy whatever I want <laughs> <laughs> yeah that part's nice yeah I mean the financial freedom part is awesome and that's something that I definitely enjoy more than anything but there are some times where at least for me personally I would like to just for like even like a week or two just go back to <laughs> just having that complete <laughs> freedom of we've had that conversation yeah but
2: it's like what would you give for like another year? Yeah, That's I cool. would. Oh,
1: man. if it
0: was a, yeah, if would it was
1: do a, it all over again. But see,
0: I don't think I would do it. I would. I don't I would think do I would for
1: a year. Absolutely.
0: You would do all four years, Drew. Yeah. Without a doubt,
2: no would, questions asked. Dude, you would not go back to school. Where's it's so top? weird.
0: We I just know. think it was it was one of those things where it's a one-time experience.
3: I think yes, I agree with what Steve just said, but I think why Drew keeps saying like he wants to go back, like we keep like remembering like all the fun stuff and like. Bro, some nights I was so stressed. Yeah, that's true. So incredibly stressed. Like, I remember junior year, you guys were, well, yeah, you and Christian were 21. And you guys went out, like, not every, like, all the time. But it just sucked having to stay in and, like, work on my finance (laughs) project. And, like, oh, man. But, see, we were all there. We were all there. I mean, I would go back for certain parts, yes, but it was stressful. It wasn't easy. No,
1: it wasn't, but that's a good topic. I know that, I mean, me and you have been working in the shortest amount of time compared to obviously Steve and Drew, but how does work stress compare to school stress? Because looking back, everything that I've stressed over school wise, which is mostly, to be honest, only in my finance classes, it's the only classes yeah. ever that I ever actually really had to study for and that maybe put some stress on my shoulders. But at the end of the day, like if I didn't do well on a test, it didn't matter that much. Like at work, I don't have a lot of stress yet. But like the company relies on you to yeah, do it's well, different. and it's like now that you're paid, you have somebody not, not necessarily micromanaging you, but you relied on a lot more. Yeah. And I think work stress, at least in my opinion, is more stressful than school work. And I would go back if I had to go back and study for a finance test. I mean, it's right now having to obviously manage, you know, 10, 20 clients and organize everything that stress to me is, you know, a little less enjoyable than it's having to go back and study for finance. 100% disagree. I, <laughs> I'm, it's just, yeah, it's just
2: the nature of my job, but like when I leave my job at night, I'm done. I know that's different for you, Steve.
3: That's how I am too. Yeah. So, so it's when leave, different. Like. And
2: I love, like that's the best freedom. Like when I walk out of the office, I'm like, I'm done.
3: I don't have um, to
0: answer anything about that until yeah. Tomorrow. yeah, it's a it's a totally different ballgame. <laughs> <for me. laughs> I'm, Dibs right I'm literally sitting here still halfway working right now. <laughs> I'm still connected to my job. And to me, I think when I think about stress and what the job is, the school stress is your minor league baseball team and the real world stress is the major leagues. Yeah, it's just there. It, it's really hard to compare. There are days where I literally get home from work, and I feel like I just need to collapse on the couch and take a nap, and I do because a lot, a lot. My, <laughs> but that's the nature
1: of my job. My man's really too young to be feeling this old. <laughs> I always say that. Yeah. But it,
0: it's it's what I chose. It's what I do, and I I don't dislike it. I think it's you have to look at it with a grain of salt.
1: Yeah, it, no, it, it's absolutely. a
0: learning experience more than it is a anything else at the end of the day right like even today like today is probably the culmination of the majority of the stress i'm going to feel in the next little while we just wrapping up a really huge project that i've been working on for a year and a half so pretty much since i graduated school and today there's just this thing's going wrong here and that thing's going wrong there and it's just i needed to slow down and i feel like the nice thing is with school work is even if you were really overwhelmed even if you had an 86 page paper to write you could always step away and take 15 minutes to regroup yourself Mm -hmm. and work it's there's no 15 minutes it's you go and you stop when you're done
1: yeah exactly and i think another thing too at least for me and it always i mean it obviously depends on your role uh, you know, what you're doing at work. But for me, I don't have, which I love because just to my personality, type. I don't have any consistency week to week, like my weeks vary tremendously, which I'm sure in terms of like, you know, Drew and Kyle, yeah. I feel like your weeks are probably a little bit more consistent, but there's some Very weeks consistent. where yeah. I might have one or two meetings with clients, but this week, like I literally have 35. So I have a lot of preparing to do this week. And it's just a lot of stress and a lot of not I'm working with, you know, bigger clients. It's just, there's more people to talk to at once and everything. And I just think that with school, um, it was a lot easier to obviously have a plan because you get a heads up. Like, hey, this test is so many days away. Or this project is so many days away. But with work, I come in every day. It's always and, unexpected. Yeah, I have like a set of things that I know I have to do. But, you know, halfway through the day, I'll get something in. Somebody will write in and be like, hey, like, this person wants this in this day now. So I have to go in and make a whole presentation that I didn't plan on making for two weeks, and I have to do it in an hour, and I have to do it tomorrow. So it's a lot more unexpected, I guess, road bumps with work compared to school. And that's just one thing that I miss a little bit is just the consistency of my responsibilities.
2: Yeah, and we talked, or you guys were just mentioning this a little bit, but, like, almost your personality type can kind of dictate, like, how you're going to do your job. Like, Mm -hmm. I know from my personality type, I like consistency in my day. Like, I like Mm -hmm. doing the same thing every day. And, like, that's what my job is, which is great for me because, like, I go in the morning and I know exactly what I'm doing for the day. I'm going to do the exact same thing I did yesterday. It's going to be a little bit different, but, like. And and you're going
0: to eat the same same sandwich for lunch and you're (laughs) going to eat the same bag (laughs) of goldfish.
2: And I love it. (laughs) So I mean, it's what you like, and I mean, Steve, you like—that's kind of what you liked. Like, you've always been a hard worker. Like, you've always wanted to take on multiple projects. Christian, you've always liked doing a bunch of things and like having and people, a big place, working right. with people, yeah. having different things, working with different people. Kyle, I don't know what your job does. <laughs> I, know, I know you do. Accounts Payroll. Payable?
1: Yeah, I Accounts just process like invoices all day. Thing. Yeah. So. So, yeah. Yeah, since we're talking about, I mean, obviously, work and school, do you guys truly feel that the four years of school prepared you for work more than, to so say this, if you can go back and not go to college at all and kind of just get the job that you have now out of high school, do you think that you could have built the skills necessary for it and be as good as you are at it now? Or do you think that the four years of school kind of – prepared you a little bit more than you would have if you didn't go to school and kind of you know gave you experiences that you could carry over i'm gonna answer this one last
3: because i have a pre- I have a pretty interesting answer i just want to hear your guys first
0: so then i'll go first because i yeah. felt like i wanted to either go first or last so i think for first of all let me talk a little bit about what i do my official title is the director of project management and I do exactly that. I manage a whole bunch of projects and I work day-to-day with many different people to do many different things. Um, I work in a sales industry. I work in one of the largest sales industries. So there's a lot of pressure to make things work. Um, I work for one of the biggest companies in that sales industry. So it's it's really a lot of fun, but it's a lot of high-intensity work. So for me, I would say there's some things that have to be wired in a person in order to succeed. I think like Drew mentioned, that I have that hard-working trait. When we look at the personality profiles, I don't know if you guys are aware of the DISC personality profile, but mine comes back as a driver, somebody who really wants to just push and get things done. So it fits me there. So I don't think that that portion of it is necessarily something that would matter one way or another if I went to school or not. What does really matter to me is all the little intangibles and details that I wouldn't have known otherwise. There's phrases, there's terms, there's strategic meetings, there's things that that just happen all the time in my day-to-day where I can bring insight in from something that I learned while in school that I would not have known to to do otherwise. So, there's definitely those intangibles that college teaches you that high school didn't, and that, of course, anything before that didn't, that you could go read in a book, but college definitely guides you to exactly what you need to know, when you need to know, as long
1: as you follow what you need. Yeah, and I I agree on the same kind of level, because my role, um, I'm what's known as a customer success manager. Long story short, I pretty much make sure that anyone that buys our product, I guide them through how it works, what the results mean, and how they can best utilize it, and pretty much get their money's worth, and I'm really building the relationships to carry over into like our senior leadership team, and I know that certain things in my role I would have already been successful at straight out of high school because my personality is my personality. I've always loved people. I've always been extremely extroverted, and I've always just been able to kind of talk to anybody about anything and just start a conversation, just continue it, and just feel out somebody's empathy and just you know kind of gauge the conversation based off of what I'm seeing. But I agree that when I'm meeting with these people, there's certain terminology and certain things that I've learned that, If I'm speaking to a CEO or if I'm speaking to somebody that obviously has a position of leadership that it'll resonate with them more than something that, you know, if I'm just going into a kind of blind, not really knowing certain terminology or certain things that they want to hear. I know key words the CEOs want to hear. They don't want to just hear nonsense. They want facts. They want numbers. They want results. And I know certain terminology to, you know, give to them to obviously have them bite on it. Mm -hmm. So I do think that there's a lot of things in school that, you know, improved my ability to succeed at work, like I think that I got even more personable with people to, between working with group projects and obviously just meeting new people all the time. I think that my communication skills obviously got enhanced along with, like I said, my my uh, just how I am with people to begin with. But I wouldn't say that school was. I, I, it's kind of hard for me to say it was completely worth it, but I I, I definitely took away a lot from it just not as much as maybe others for different roles and like I, I think that obviously if you say that you're going to school for for nursing like i feel like that's something that you can't go straight out of high school and just yeah. go become a doctor like there's certain areas of school that like, you have to go to school and you have to study it and you learn a shit ton and you move on from it but there are certain things in you
0: know Christian do you remember if when you applied for your job that it said that you needed a 4
1: year degree to get it uh, where I am it said at least associates so two years two year Yeah. Okay. Um.
2: My job is qualifications zero to two years of college <laughs> I was like well I got this degree so I asked for a raise when I first got the job I'm like well can I like make more because I went to school and like I'm qualified more than what the base is and they're like no <laughs> <laughs>
1: uh, what But America but, no. But please
2: no. My thing with uh, school and if it prepared me for my job, I don't think any, except for like what you're talking about, like nurses, doctors, like those kinds of professions where literally like the things that you learn there are the things that you're gonna do every day. Like a business degree, I think the most helpful part of school for me was in networking, honestly. Like meeting people who would Absolutely. eventually help me get jobs that would advance my career. And so I don't think it prepared me for my job. like. I probably could have done my job that I do now straight out of high school. Like, there's nothing, like, accounting-based. Are you or, like, following scripts? Mm, yeah, a little bit.
0: Like, do you have an intro call script where you're like, hello, this is Drew?
2: Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, you can teach that to anyone. Yeah. So, I'm going to go with a now. But, Kyle?
3: So, it's kind of going off what you all said and probably more what Drew said. But I think the biggest thing you can learn... From school is literally this whole social aspect. Yep, exactly. Literally, you f- like it's crazy. I I forget what I was reading or where I was reading. I think it was in one of my classes, but they were saying the biggest thing an individual can learn in school and going off to college is literally you get thrown into something by yourself. Yeah, and literally, literally, you have to survive. Yeah, like. You have to teach yourself how to live. And it's kind of been given to us throughout high school. And then once we get to college, we have to do it ourselves. And it's crazy. Like, sometimes I kind of overthink it. But, like, sometimes I'll forget we're living here, like, by ourselves. Like, sometimes I'll still think I'm I'm away at school and I'm going to go home on a break. Like, like, do you know what I mean?
1: Yeah, no, I follow. Like,
3: the whole social aspect of college and getting to know people and – Literally, like I said, surviving, like doing your, like literally simple things, like doing your wash like once a week or however you want to do it. (laughs) That is
2: the education almost. Right.
3: That's what I'm saying. And it's crazy to think about, but literally it's where you find out the most about yourself, what you like to do, what you don't like to do. In high school, you're kind of, I don't want to say told what you like or don't like, but there's kind of like a format you have to follow. Yeah, absolutely. College is not. You can pick anything you want to do at any given time. And how you decide that, I think, determines what you turn into. And I think that's the greatest thing you can learn from college. And, yes, it does go a little bit different for, you know, like, maybe nursing majors, doctors, Mm -hmm. whatever. But I still think those first four years are something that people kind of take for granted as far as, like, um, like the social aspect of it, yeah. I think that's the greatest thing we learn at college.
0: I think back to the first couple days of freshman year, and I think that was still probably the most special time of my whole life.
2: Yeah, it's hard to like place value on that, and yeah. that's one like I remember thinking my freshman year, like mm, maybe I should just go to community college. Like I could have saved a lot of money and like i kept thinking about that kept thinking about that but when i looked back and like i had friends who were still in high school and they were thinking about going to community college i'm like you really got to it's hard to place value on that time of like growing and like meeting friends and yeah. like it's hard to place a dollar amount on that or like
0: well i definitely think there's also still situations where people should go to community college for yeah oh, for years. sure
1: Like, I don't think everybody's ready, right? Yeah, whatever's suitable for you, but I, I, I agree with this whole thing, and I think, you know, the most valuable thing that I learned definitely was the social aspect, and like I said, I've always been a social butterfly, but when I came into my new job, I knew that knowing the right people, getting the right people to like you, and I'm not talking about kissing ass, but I'm talking about following the footsteps of people that are driven for success and that you can see are doing well in the company. That was my whole mindset going into it, and so far, it's been working out. I've, we just did a whole internal restructure, and the team that I'm working on, I could not be happier with because they're all pretty tenured, and they're all very good at their job, and I already have a lot more responsibility than I thought I would, so I'm definitely making the right progress, and school definitely put me in that mindset, and it definitely got me in the right state of mind to go in and be like, okay, I need to get a gauge for everybody right away. So my first couple months, I was like, I need to know who does what. I need to be able to see, um, you know, who is happy exactly where they are, and they've been there for a while, or who do I see is just progressing over and over and over again and continuously just improving. And that is, for me, um, the biggest thing that I took away from school is just getting to – know the right people and kind of you know gauge what they're doing and just follow and obviously make your own path as well but you want to surround yourself with successful people and it's crazy that's kind of like
3: do you know what i'm saying like that's like a social thing that you learned in school like no one taught you that in your courses i I mean maybe someone maybe that i don't know but like it's weird how you transition that from like literally like you were saying learning who's in charge, how you talk to people. Like, that's kind of how you learn to talk to people and act, like, around people that you're talking with every day at school. You know, asking someone if they want to go get something to eat, asking someone if they want to hang out. Like, it's just, it's such a weird thing, and that's why I wanted to go last and bring it up. But, yeah.
0: Yeah, no, I think it was definitely a really great point, Kyle. For sure.
3: Absolutely.
0: So, So, on that note, I actually kind of want to just give a huge shout-out Westchester University yeah uh, totally yeah, seriously it, it was a, a really great time while we were all there I don't think any of us have any bad things to say and I also would love to say congrats on winning all these awards for best college town obviously you kept some of us around here so you're doing the right thing <laughs> you're doing something yeah. that I keep, keep doing that in what mind you're doing. for sure
2: all right let's uh let's get into our first business section we're kind of talking about growing up Um, Transitioning from school to work. So I have a business article that uh, I sent to our group chat today. It's about, do millennials know how to invest? So investing is obviously an adult skill. It's a business-oriented thing. We're all kind of business majors here. We all went to school for business, finance, marketing, that kind of thing. So I thought this would be an interesting topic to talk about. We also enjoy talking about... Do all of us have a finance degree of some sort? I got a minor. You have a minor. Yeah, I I have a
0: minor as well. Kyle, you have a major major right i do have a major yeah yeah major leagues so this is definitely something that's in our our real house yeah (laughs) i think i think we're we're certified to be able to talk about this
2: and we like talking about money i think there's a big great topic and this is kind of like part (laughs) of the issue is like i don't think people our age like to talk about money older people don't like to talk about money either but with our generation it's almost like taboo everything i see online is like oh my gosh i spent so much money i don't know how to manage my money and then they turn around, they're like, why am I broke? I don't <laughs> understand. Like, it's just, so I thought investing is something that I've been getting into a little bit lately. You've been and, doing a pretty good job too, right? Yeah, man. I mean, $20 up. I'm $50 up. Are you $50 oh, I, got, I got a 10% ROI. That's really good. On $500. You're going to short? Nah. do not? think I don't think I can shorten the app that I use.
0: So I mean, there, do you I want to risk that 10% ROI? That's pretty good. You can't get that a lot of places.
2: You know, you know what the secret was? what invested never mind i'm not gonna (laughs) tell you this (laughs) but um yeah so i just want to kind of like know your guys' thoughts
1: i i think some millennials know how to invest but i think for a lot of us put a um, percentage on it how i would say (laughs) probably under 20 percent like if they like know how to or
0: actively are
1: oh actively are i would say probably Ten percent. I would say even lower than that. I would say probably lower. Well, let's, than 10%. Let's, let's define invest. Yeah. Let's, like, let's talking,
2: define millennials. So are we talking people our age to?
0: I would say probably people who are now out of school. So everybody who has graduated, mm-hmm. circa twenty eighteen, up towards like 35, 36.
2: Because I think there's some people that are older than us that probably are pretty good with money too.
0: Well, you could probably break down oh, the yeah. generation into three separate segments, right? You could do your thirty to thirty six. That's probably a little big. Thirty one to thirty six. 26 to to, uh, 30 and then everything below that
2: okay and then let's define invest like so some people probably put
0: i would say anything other than saving right like i i don't invest actively at the moment into any specific markets but i'm investing into a 401k
2: yeah so are we defining like investing into a 401k as investing yeah absolutely because i'm talking about like actively managing assets yeah
1: okay then that's under five i would say it's
0: probably even under two
1: yeah yeah that's low and i think like i said i personally have some knowledge on it but i definitely don't have as much as i would like in terms of you know the direct stock market and things like that because it is tricky there's a lot to know it's a very risky move for a lot of people and i think that just with how expensive things are and how the price of everything is always increasing, whether it's food or clothes or gas or car, just about everything, especially, I mean, for anyone that doesn't know, Westchester is a very expensive area in terms of everything. everything. So, It's actually,
0: this is, this is my real estate fun fact of the day, it's the 10th most expensive suburban area in the country. That's wow. crazy.
2: Let me ask you this. So do you think the barrier to entry for investing is money? Like, people just don't have money that they're willing to not touch. I think and it's fear. invest. I think it's or, both. Or it's, like, knowledge?
0: I think it's everything. I think when you, when you look at the, the whole spectrum, I think people are just afraid that they're going to lose their money in someone else's hands. I think people always hear about the negative stories when people are investing, and they don't hear in the positives. I think it's too risky. I think it's definitely knowledge.
2: A lack of knowledge?
0: Yeah. You, you don't think it has anything to do with the amount of money people have? um
3: no i don't think so um i mean i make a lot less than you guys i do a kind of special kind of investing i don't invest in stock markets i buy things and resell them it's yeah. not do we want to consider that an investment that's an yes. investment. that's for yes. sure
2: because you're turning money into more money
0: so that's investing so, so, are you calling our tickets an investment
2: yeah, Yes. that's an active management. you're making money
0: off of
3: it yeah
2: that's We have multiple sources of income.
3: Nice. Drew, how much ROI are you getting?
2: (laughs) On my stocks? Yeah. 10%.
3: So I bought a t-shirt last week that I can make 300 ROI, 300% ROI on if I just sell it right now. Yeah. So, and that was in a week.
2: And the barrier to entry to that is?
3: Zero.
2: Well, it's like knowledge. Uh, Yeah. Because not everyone knows about that. Yeah. So you're talking about, for people who don't know, like streetwear sneakers that kind of like market there's a very s- short supply and very high demand very high demand so you can flip something very quickly to make a lot of money
3: yeah i mean don't <laughs> investing is smart investing in the market is smart if you know what you're doing it's very consistent and stuff like that um i don't rely on on this as far as like my investments for the future so don't compare this to something like a 401k this is just kind of like a side hustle thing something to make money on the side i like doing it Mm -hmm. i like keeping up with trends and stuff but um yeah it's something cool i wanted when you brought up this article that's why i wanted to talk about this because i know you've been talking about like your roi and stuff and then i wanted to bring up like Hey, and I, you got into this too, like flipping yeah. shoes hey, and stuff. Cash. It's it's Call crazy. Now. Like not many people realize it, but yeah, ten percent ROI on the market is great. But I'd rather spend fifty bucks and turn it into one hundred fifty bucks in a week. So, Drew, do you think you're gonna hold your stock long term?
2: I don't know. Probably. You should. I probably should. So here's the other thing: like, the stock market is available to everyone, but like copping Supreme or copping sneakers, like. That's not knowledge that everyone has. Like, but I you don't, can
0: say the same like, thing about the stock market. No, because oh yeah, no, because anyone, oh, yeah.
2: anyone can anyone
3: know. can buy a stock at any time. Yeah, but anybody I, can go buy a, a shirt at any time. Not, not everyone no. knows about no. it. No. But, it's not but it. they could. The access is there. No, the knowledge is there.
2: No. Let's take like <laughs> someone like someone like our parents, right? Yeah. Mm, that's not maybe a good example. Who's someone that's?
0: <sighs> but that's what I mean. This is exactly my point.
2: I guess it's accessible to everyone. It's
0: accessible to everybody.
2: But I think the stock market is a lot more accessible than. I some disagree. Like you don't
3: need bots uh, to invest in the stock market. And it's stabilized, man. But you don't need a bot to get a shirt. Yep. Uh. Okay. I'm did just that... gonna stay out. <laughs> no, this this is
0: where you gotta get involved. I mean,
3: listen, man. Some of this stuff is like super limited. And people do. I mean, you know, all that. some of this yeah. stuff is super limited. And people pay a lot. But like, once it sells out, people automatically set the market price. So if a shirt <laughs> costs fifty dollars. The only way you're gonna be able to get that shirt again is if you spend $200 for it. It's not, do you understand what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. So, But a stock is different, so it goes up gradually, right? We're mm-hmm. talking about a couple dollars, mm-hmm. right? I'm talking about something that sells out in seconds, and then the price literally quadruples, and that is the only right. possible access you have I'm to I'm saying, it. it's a totally different investment. What I'm saying is, is that the access is the
1: same no you're saying it's just as easy to get a pair it's not easy to invest in it's so
2: easy to go on any website and just be like i want to buy stock and then it's like okay how many stock do you want to buy but
1: you can
0: make the argument that it's harder to invest in the stock market than it is to do that because with that you just need the the knowledge of what the resale market is with the stock market you need to understand trends you need to understand what you're investing in and what the long-term growth is going to look like
2: that's if you want to do it well
0: Right, but you can guarantee with a resale that you're
1: going to get a return on your money.
2: It's a different kind of investment.
0: It definitely is a different. You, it's comparing apples to oranges.
1: Yeah, yeah. it's a whole different yeah. set of knowledge as well. Something yeah. with stock markets is something that you obviously have to watch over time. You have to, like you said, you have to learn trends and you have to kind of study it and you have notes on it and everything and keep up with it in terms of buying a t shirt. I don't have if anyone doesn't know, I don't have that much knowledge about buying and reselling shoes or T shirts but just from living with Kyle I could literally understand that all I have to do is buy the T shirt, wait ten minutes, go <laughs> on to like four or five different apps, see what the price is and be like, Okay, I'm gonna put it at this and just sell it. Yeah. So and I don't have at least in my opinion, I can't just learn about the stock market within, you know, five, ten minutes. It's something that takes a little bit longer to Obviously, understand and keep track of... Like like you said, it is apples and oranges, so it is kind of hard to compare.
2: But why do you think that, like, more millennials... Like, you can literally... If you read any finance book, it's the key to making a lot of money is making your money... Work for you. Exactly.
3: Yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, I think
0: a big part of it is that the millennial mentality, and this might be more having to do with technology, and I think it's worse in the younger generations, and I think it's there in the older generations is that we want things now
1: i just saw something through and it might be i will not say it's really a stretch but what you guys have to realize too is which i mean my family itself wasn't affected per se i don't know if you guys have any specific stories but you have to realize at least for our specific age group and a little bit younger a little bit older like we what we were there for like when this when the whole thing with the recession happened oh, yeah. so yeah. there were time periods where like our parents were all about saving there was a lot of there wasn't people out there like, yo, you know, yeah, the, we're in a recession, but I'm going to continue to invest in this, this, and this. It was, at that point, it was just like, I got to save as much as I can because, holy shit, this Well, that's, is that's exactly right what now.
0: happened to my parents. Exactly. Right? So, both both my parents are very successful. They don't have a single investment. Yeah. A, a single investment. It, it drives me insane. So, I, I'm like, <laughs> you sent me to college for four years to get you a finance degree, and you, you don't trust me to take a little bit of money and do something that's what with I'm it? It
1: kind of put them in the shock, and they were in just a save mentality, which obviously if we're in the same household we grew up and we're just known to save and like even though it wasn't it didn't affect my family completely my family during that period worse and we weren't really going on as many vacations or if we were it wasn't as you know as luxurious as it used to be or as long as it used to be and you know we weren't having as much food at one point it would be yeah. like more of the great value brand rather than the name brand so we were in that mindset for a while to save like even if i was doing chores like my mom would make me save. she would not let me get it and it would be like maybe once in a while she would say okay you can you spend this much and get this if you want so i was in that mentality to save and like i mean obviously please save you have to obviously always have savings but i think it's just but do you i live by the rule that i should at least have three months savings saved put away at all times but or what f- if
0: you have that in assets
1: i mean it is a good argument just for me personally mean- i like to have like I would. So just when, like when you're have... getting
0: ready to go buy a house And you need to put A down payment down You need to do your different deposits Do you think that You're going to consciously Decide that Okay I'm only going to spend this much money And then have Three months living there available Or are you going with the mentality of I'm going balls to the wall And I'm getting the nicest house that I can get
2: that's like a personal choice. It's like, yeah, do you want to live? Tough do you want to live within your means, mm, or do you want to, you know, live on the edge?
0: I, I don't do you know. think. Do you think that that has something to do with what people are seeing on social media and stuff that they want to live?
2: Oh, what a great transition, Steve! <laughs> <laughs> really cool. I saw the opportunity. You, I grabbed it. You and killed I it. You <laughs> killed it with that transition. Um. Yes. Everything to do with the culture of stunting. The culture of flexing, flexing, the culture of you just show the highlights, clout life, (laughs) um, has everything to do with how people manage their money nowadays, and yeah, that could could definitely be a, a part of it.
0: So one of the things that I think we all have some pretty awesome opinions on is what is happening on today's internet and how it's affecting people and relationships and all of the above. Um, so I'm going to start the question um, with how does it, the Internet, and that means anything that you can get your fingertips on, including social media, affect today's relationships?
2: Let me hit you with the good before we get into the bad. I there's, appreciate there's, the good. There's, there's a lot of bad. The good is <laughs> Lots of bad the, internet, bad. the Internet allows us to connect with people in a lot of ways. The first thing that comes to mind is Reddit, like the communities that you can build online is like, if you told that to someone 30 years ago, who was into like some very obscure genre of music or into very like obscure trend or something like they'd be like, wait, there's going to be like a community where I can just hang out with people who think like exactly what I think. Like (laughs) that's freaking awesome. And like, that's the highlight. And like some of the best parts of the internet are like in our NBA and like communities that you go on, on Reddit and just like connecting with people, that's that's the best part about the internet, in my opinion. But there's many, many, not good things about the internet with relationships and that kind of thing. So we can get into that.
1: I yeah. Guess does, no, wait, does anybody else have any good? Yeah, I mean, for me, I if I, I only have Snapchat, as you guys know, I'll look at some stuff here and there if somebody sends me stuff, but. I think it is awesome for people getting to connect if you have family. Like you said, if you have family that lives far away, all you have to do is if you have Facebook, anything else, it's, it's super simple to keep up with their lives. You can see pictures of the kids. You can see pictures of your grandkids, anything. And so it's awesome for being able to kind of follow along with, you know, your your family life or any of your, your long distance friends, even like I said, how I miss my professors. If I really wanted to, if I had Facebook, I'm sure my professors have, I can see what they're up to. I could see if they recently had a kid or got a dog. So it is awesome just getting to keep up with people that you care about or that you're just kind of wondering like, hey, what are they up to? You could literally just go online, type in your name and find out 5 million different things. So in that, for me, that is a huge positive. And I think as well, you know, going to... Um, you know, stuff like sports or anything else. Like, it's, it's cool to get to follow and get to keep up with some of your favorite celebrities and people that you kind of idolize. That's something, too, that I think is really accessible for kids that, you know, you know, somebody that loves LeBron. They can keep up with every single thing he's up to. They can see what his life is. They can see new, you know, missions that he's on, new things he's investing in. So, yeah, I think that just being able to see people on a regular basis and keep up with their daily lives and trends is pretty awesome.
2: Yeah, I always wonder what LeBron's up to. I'm like my good friend LeBron. (laughs) It's been so long.
3: It's weird. Like that's kind of what we think, though. Like we're when we're kind of going into it. I like the whole like instant medium for us to connect with, you know, someone we're not going to like see every day or something like that. That's cool. Um, Obviously, there's a huge like entertainment part of it, kind of too, which is can be really good and really bad. Um, The instantaneous side of it is really amazing because i always think of this thing that always happens when i'm with my parents like i'll get a notification that something happened whether it be something in the news or something from my friends or like something in our family happened whatever whatever um i'll know in like a minute and like it's gonna bug me if i don't know like um i remember when the manchester bombing at ariana grande's mm-hmm. concert happened and i was at home and me and my mom and my sister were in the car and we were pulling into the garage and it was i didn't even get a notification for it like i literally just went on twitter and went to the trending and that was the top thing and there was like a news thing on my twitter feed too and i'm like oh my gosh like and i told him like how do you know like how'd you know that so fast so that was just a quick little story but like it wasn't even like on tv yet like it wasn't even Mm telling starting to be televised yet so i think that instantaneous thing is really cool um it's very useful it can also be not useful which we can go into then but um Kyle
2: loves Ariana Grande they're just for anyone who <laughs> Well yeah, that's another thing that, that, but that <laughs> a big part of the story.
3: Uh, well yeah, it stuck out because of her. But yeah. <laughs> yeah, um, I think social media kinda makes <laughs> I
1: don't want to say it makes news obsolete, but you don't know no, I, social when media was the last time news. any of you guys sat down and just watched an hour or two of Fox News or just watched an hour or two of Fox Because news? it's outdated. That's i that, like, like it's like crazy. And you movie. can tell
0: that by their, their demographic commercials. Yeah. They're
1: all life alert. exactly so I think that yeah, in terms of just instantaneous you know updates on everything uh, in terms of news world news especially it's really easy to just stay connected Um,
0: so for me knowing that this was a topic that we were going to work on covering I did a lot of thinking about it and came up with the conclusion that I actually think that the internet is doing more good than bad
1: which you you can make that argument. I'm gonna disagree, as well. But go ahead.
0: Yeah. So do Wrong. we do we want to just get into it and then you guys the respond back to me, or how do you want to do this?
3: Uh, like, we need to like define the internet. Man, the bro, internet
0: as the access to public services all over
3: the world. Okay. This is such a big thing. There are so many goods and bads. Right. I think it's more seems that probably good. seem more good than bad. But we're talking about but, how it affects
2: relationships. So that's it, that's really the key here. Even then, I still think
3: relationships. Yeah, I yeah. still think it
0: affects them more positively than it does negatively.
2: I completely disagree. I
0: think it all depends on the purpose or the person, and I think that you have had probably very negative experiences with that,
2: based I, on I some really, of your
0: previous relationships.
2: It's not. I don't think I've had like super negative experiences online, but I've heard horror stories of well, either like online bullying. Or just like, oh, how it absolutely. Like girls' mental health. Like it, It's out of this world.
0: But I think when you look at it, it all depends on how you use the internet, right? And for me, the way that I use it on a day to day basis is I think it, it more improves my life, my relationships, the people I'm around, more than it takes away from it. That's, That's changed over the last 12 I was months. Say, can you say
1: that a year or two ago? No,
0: I would say it's changed over the last 12 <laughs> months. <laughs> for reasons, but now, I think it's just even being able to share things back and forth, right? Like, I can see a video online that I really like, and I can send it to you guys, and it becomes a topic of conversation. We can find an article that we really like, put it in our Evernote list to have as a conversation on the podcast, and it's there. We can all share it. It improves our relationships. It's getting us together. It's getting us talking,
2: and it's
3: getting us to kind of disconnect from the world.
2: I'm glad you see the light.
3: Yeah, (laughs) I mean... I think, I honestly don't even have an answer. Like, I can't say yes or no to this, cause it, cause I'm going through my head, thinking of every single like situation, like I've seen, like even recently, like even what Steve said, when you see a good article or like, um, what was the other example you used?
0: I think I just said a video. Just, oh yeah. Oh, just the Evernote. like anything, like
3: just yeah, being able to. Yeah, yeah. So like, if you see together. like a funny video, a good video, it's instant to share. Share it with us. But would you also agree that, like, if there is ever, like, a bad video, we can't get away from it? Mm. Do you know what I mean?
0: I mean, like, I can think of one video specifically that Christian showed me once upon a time, and I think he knows exactly which video I'm talking (laughs) about. And I have not seen that video since, and I'm very thankful for it.
3: But no, no, no! I'm not talking about that. But it's I'm a negative about thing. The serious like things that are going on in the news I think that we're constantly like, for example, the Madden Tournament shooting that happened over the weekend. That's a good example. Okay, but I think that brings out awareness. Yes, yes, I agree. I, I I agree with that. Yeah, but it is something bad, and like every time I do watch it, I I like it makes me kind of it makes me depressed. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, you I mean know it's I mean? obviously
0: a terrible thing, but I think. Bringing it up in conversation is the first way, yes, to fix things.
3: Yes. I agree with that. I'm just saying we... True. why are you rolling your eyes? This social... I'm not
2: rolling my I'm just looking at Christian. I'm waiting for him to go in because uh, I know this, he, Yeah, this is my... I don't want to interrupt Kyle. Go ahead. <laughs> okay. This
3: social media thing, we're constantly exposed, whether we like it or not. Mm-hmm. I think that's a good thing to point out. Mm-hmm. We cannot... There's a certain point we can control, but there's a certain point we can't control. So...
0: You're telling me that you can't control going on your phone and clicking the app.
3: Can you? Yeah. I
2: can, for sure. I am addicted to social media, 100%. When I'm at work, like... You I, wonder what people are doing? I, for sure, hit Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, like, 20 times. And don't, I'm not, tell, don't tell my playing. I'm, I'm, plan-
3: <laughs> <laughs> I'm not saying I'm planning on seeing something bad. That's not what I'm getting at. And, like, I'm planning on seeing something good. But it's impossible to not see something bad. So
1: you're that's saying that? Bad- I agree. I do see something the, bad every day.
0: 10% of bad that you see is outweighing the
3: 90% of good.
1: It depends but that's how on the- our brain
3: works, man. We're only going to remember the bad
1: stuff we see. Same thing. You can do a million good things for people, but if you do one terrible thing, if I if I were to help 99 homeless people but beat the hell out of one homeless guy, you'll know me for beating the hell out of that one homeless guy. Like – so then why not just get rid
0: of it? If, it, if, you it, mean, if it's you get rid that, of it? Like, we can Get rid of your social media. Why not? Because you just said there's 90% that's good. Yeah. But if that 10% is affecting you so badly, then why not get rid of it? I'm not I'm saying addicted,
2: it's a f- man. I can't get away <laughs> from
0: it. Okay. So I just deleted Instagram. I deleted Instagram at the end of last year. Got rid of it for about six months or so. And then I decided, okay, I'm going to get back into it because why not? And that was probably at the beginning of the summer. And then – now, just last week, I deleted Instagram again because it doesn't increase the value of my life, and I have not once been like, "Oh my God, I have to know what's going on on in Instagram." Not once. I'm telling you, it's a lot easier to separate yourself from that than you think.
1: So I'm gonna jump in here because, from when I, I deleted my so all of my social media, my like the middle of my sophomore year of college. Um, like i said i only have snapchat and i do see the good in social media in terms of like we like we talked about with being able to keep up with you know trans and family and all that good stuff and there are a lot of positives in terms of like learning you could learn so much every single day on social media on the internet and that is so useful that we literally have access to everything if you want to know how literally anything works or how it's made, you have it right there. And that is something amazing. I'll never take it away from the internet for that because your learning experience is at the top it's ever been. It's the highest it's ever been. And like you said, people 40, 50 years ago would be like, okay, that's bullshit. It's never going to happen. Like, What are you talking about? There's no way you could just find out anything at any point. Um, so on that perspective, it is amazing. But I'm going to just stick to social norms, and that's where – I personally, not even just in my own personal life, but just things that I've observed from over the last four years, whether it's people in Westchester here or anywhere that I travel, Pittsburgh, New York, even family or just anything, I believe that in the long run, social media is really affecting social norms in terms of friendships, in terms of relationships, more negatively than positively and i say this because yes there's positives in the terms of being able to keep up with people's lives like we said but i think that so many people boys and girls i'm not singling out anybody like their reality is just so skewed that they're kind of i should say kind of that people are trying to change each other more than ever like you see so many relationships now that People try to change each other because they're not too in tune with their own personality. Because, just it, it, this is such a broad topic; it's so hard to put it down to like exact detail. And I obviously Very don't want to keep it absolutely like you know completely personal, but but do you think that comes down to who the person is? Yeah, I mean, obviously it's all internal, and you have to you, you can you let things happen and let things not happen. And like for me personally, like I'm not going to go into like detail with my past relationships, but I've been with people that. At the end of the day, looking back on it, we just had completely different personalities. But their personalities were affected by social media and social norms and what they've seen. Because they, I was with people that, one, absolutely idolized celebrities more than anything. Tried to live a celebrity life. And I'm not saying there's anything wrong with trying to, you know, be like your favorite person. But if it comes to the point where you can't for that lifestyle and you know that that lifestyle just isn't something that is possible right now and it's just completely changing who you are. I have seen more people in the last four or five years completely shift personality, completely shift who like the real them are, all because of how things are perceived over social media or how things are said. And I just think that there's so much fake love in the world when it comes to social media yes there's a lot of good love but how many how many of you guys agree that guys and girls you just see so much just like i said it's just it's just fake love i feel like there's no there's not that much there's not that much authenticity in terms of people just genuinely giving compliments like i feel like people have such a hard time going up to somebody. Right now, and just being like, hey, like introducing themselves to somebody. like, hey, what's going on? Like, I really like this or, th- or this. Or like, oh, my, I noticed you're wearing this. That's pretty cool. Like, where did you get it from? Or just continuing the conversation. But over online, people are just gassing the hell out of the people constantly. And just yeah. saying, like, oh, this, 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 and this. Oh, my God, this is amazing. Oh, blah, 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 blah. And or the opposite. Person,
3: or the opposite. Literally going at someone taking a video and just roasting them. Yeah. yeah. And like... Bu- bullying them And then we think it's funny And like we'll share it with people Yada 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 So I think You can keep going That's just what
1: I want to say Yeah but- And what well, my biggest thing Is like I said For me personally I think Our generation In my opinion And obviously Please disagree If you disagree That We're too A lot of Most of us I say, shouldn't say most of us But the majority of us Are Somebody in the relationship Maybe both people Or just one Somebody is More focused on how others are seeing your relationship And how others are perceiving your relationship And how you guys are seen by everyone else Rather than just how you two connect together And like I said, this is for me personally as well But I see this shit constantly That people honestly just want to be Everyone loves attention I like attention, I'm sure everyone I mean, if you say you don't like attention I don't think. I don't say you don't need it, but everybody likes a little attention. I'm not saying any sense of gassing you up, but everybody likes if, you know... if you It's get, a natural human Yeah, if feeling. you get a new haircut, and if you, if you were to get oh, a, a, a nice brand new haircut, haircut yeah. and like a new pair of shoes and like a fire seat, and you walked in the house and nobody said anything, I'm sure you wouldn't cry, but you would be like, damn, nobody noticed anything. And I'm saying everybody likes a little bit of attention, but... That's fair. From what I'm noticing, there's... People are seeking your relationship to have more attention and just focusing on shit together like you you want everyone to perceive you guys as these this amazingly happy couple that are always doing this this and this and you want everyone to follow everything you're doing but at the end of the day you guys have your own problems because maybe one person in the relationship is like hey I love you and like I don't need to do this this and this to prove my love to you and I feel like our generation is just kind of losing the often the authentic love that our parents and like our grandparents got to have i think it's all match uh, maturation maturity yeah i mean definitely yes. I, I agree what with is that, that as word, well. maturation? <laughs> I, i've never heard of that word
2: um yeah I, I only wanted to add a couple things kyle especially when you were talking about like the roasting of people and stuff like just twitter warriors who are or like trolls on youtube who are like You know, they're not afraid to say anything behind a keyboard, but in real life, like you would never say those things is a huge issue. And I don't want to be like general generalizing. I think you said it very well, Christian, (laughs) um, in a much better way than I'm going to say. But girls that just love to post on Instagram and Twitter about how life how great their life is. And then deep down, they're very upset about things. And it's it just doesn't seem to make any sense. It's like you're doing the opposite of what you you should be saying and should be doing. Just because that's what everyone else is doing and you want to appear to be happy, it's yeah. I think backwards. I think a lot
0: of that is gonna come down to like like I said, maturity. And who knows what it's gonna be like in five years. Right? Are we as twenty eight and twenty nine year olds going to really truly be affected by this at that point? I'd
1: probably argue no. Mm. It's hard to say. And like it goes for guys too. There's a lot of guys that post stuff that um, you know, the girls do the same thing as well It's, it's not just women it's, it's, it's both people that I'm noticing But, um, you know, it just In the long run I just think that People need to just learn Like be old school again Just focus on each other If you guys are having fun Have fun I'm not saying never post anything I'm not saying obviously don't share the amazing times you're having with people But when it comes to the point where you're seeking vacations, you're seeking, you know, you're, you're seeking adventures, you're seeking anything, and... What's that Yeah, what's the joke Yeah, and, and you literally though, not and, like, the number one thing in your mind is, I gotta get the best picture, and I have to share with anybody, and, like, you're just kind of losing the whole reason why you're traveling, the whole reason why you're going on vacation in the first place, and I feel like people are forgetting how to just genuinely enjoy their time together and enjoy the atmosphere and i'm not saying like i i I admit when i go to concerts and stuff i like to record please absolutely take pictures record stuff i'm not saying that but it should not be the most important thing on your mind you need to enjoy each other's company
3: yeah and i think a really good way to word what you're saying is i don't understand why people feel like they have to take a picture and post it or a video and post it to show everyone that they saw this moment or like they were there like why have we gotten away from enjoying the moment i think that's something that we're really good at as a friend group yes but it's difficult to to
0: the fact that we have no pictures of the four of us (laughs) (laughs) yeah that's true
3: but yeah i wanted to bring that because the the way you were writing it was like perfect i just want to say like it's It's like we're forgetting what we're doing and we're just trying to capture the moment Mm -hmm. to
1: prove to everyone where we were. Yeah, absolutely. And I think what goes along is, and it's a little different, but like even in the last year, you guys said that. You know everything that I've gone through. You said that when I finally completely opened up and I wasn't afraid to just kind of express myself. Like you guys said you felt like you knew a whole new version of me. Oh, yeah. like, oh, holy shit, uh-huh. I learned more from you in the last couple months than I've known you for the last four years. I feel like a I lot really of... I really
0: felt like there was a three-week period where I met a whole new
1: person. Yeah, exactly. And yeah. I feel like a lot of... I know i saying... And there's other people struggling with that stuff, but I feel like a lot of people are just masking their true feelings and they're kind of just hiding behind a wall and they're doing all this stuff on social media and they're reacting in certain ways because they could be having their own internal struggles and i feel like our generation for some reason really struggles with just being able to be completely open with each other and open with their significant others and just open with anybody i feel like we're always trying to hide something or i don't know just mask it up with all of our experiences and just forget like i said forgetting to live in the moment and you could be hiding behind walls with you know your own internal turmoil and it just it's just a ripple effect, and I just want to see everyone just be more connected. And you know, I love the relationships all of you guys are in, Kyle and Steve. It's awesome, and like, I like to see people that I love being in relationships that are genuine, and that I could see. It's like holy shit, these people are actually connecting. They're actually care about each other. They're actually having fun together. It's not anything that I fake. look at and just think like holy shit. Okay, this is just another fake relationship where you know you guys are you know posing this way and doing this or doing this just for clout, doing this for likes or just doing this to show off like, oh, you went here. Like, You guys are genuinely enjoying each other's other's company and that shit makes me happy. Yeah, it's definitely authenticity is
3: what's being lost and I think that kind of goes back to what I said at the beginning of the podcast where we go to college to kind of find out yourself and you have to there are points in college I remember the very first like Year, you're kind of Trying to be someone But you kind of end up being What your friends want to see or, Like You kind of keep trying to Be something you're not, maybe, in a sense But you figure that out mm-hmm. And you become authentic And it's going back to what Steve yeah. was saying It's, it's a, a real big Maturity thing, because we're noticing This with people a lot younger This whole social media thing And I mean, there are some people that are older and still doing it, but I think it still goes back to the whole maturity thing. Oh, yeah. Authenticity. Absolutely.
0: I agree. So before we jump into the conclusion for this week, one, Kyle, really great job linking the conversations to...
3: All back in a circle, man. Yeah,
0: that was really good. All back. Uh, But I have a challenge for Drew and for Kyle. Oh, boy. And I want you to accept before I tell you what the challenge is. Well, that's... Okay. I'll do it. I'll do it for the pod. (laughs) All right, for the pod. I would like both of you to delete your most used social media until the next time we record a pod.
2: I refuse.
0: (laughs) I mean, Instagram. Just delete Instagram for a week. For a week? For a week. And then next week, I want to start off with recapping how you felt this last week if you thought that you were going in and, and trying to check the app or how that was all going. One week, seven days. You can do it.
3: I mean, this isn't fun. I thought I'll this t- was gonna be. Fun. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I know. What the, I think um, I think that it'll be a really cool social experiment. Get to see what really happens. Because I'll, I'll tell you, like for me personally, I'm not experiencing any type of withdrawal, quote unquote.
3: Yeah, I feel like I'm not. I mean, I'll do it. I, I feel like I'm not gonna feel withdrawal. I kind of go to Instagram more or less to fill time, mm. not necessarily. So yeah, I don't have an addiction. So dude. so think about. <laughs> <laughs> i <I'm itching. laughs> Think about
0: think about what you fill your time with instead. Like, I'll tell you, after I delete Instagram, I find myself playing more Angry Birds Pop. Oh,
2: boy.
0: <laughs> I want to see you delete that app, man. <laughs> nah,
3: I want to see you delete that. All right. I'll delete it for a week and let everybody know how oh it Oh, my God. All right. Oh all right. So to the conclusion. Oh, this is great. Are we I'll doing, delete Instagram are we for a doing, week if you do that. Are we doing top <laughs> of the week?
2: We're unfortunately out of time.
3: Uh, oh,
0: man, real down. quick. It'll be all we're right. doing it cop of the week everybody go around what are you thinking about buying
2: this week i want a rain jacket
0: rain jacket any specific brand
2: uh i've been looking on reddit i'm thinking like columbia get a charles river or something they're really great by the way this is our new our new weekly <laughs> like thing. segment it's called cop of the week we're gonna talk about things that we have been thinking about buying
3: or have bought recently and just want to like mention and talk about it real quick
2: all right kyle
3: um, I'm actually looking to get A new pair of headphones My Beats wireless Broke when I was at work I use them at work when I'm sitting at my computer um, And I use them for running I'm really big into running So it's basically come between If I want a pair of Beats or if i want a pair of expensive airpods get the airpods yeah airpods are
2: nice
3: airpods are nice i understand but i am going to be using this for running so i don't know if i want to get a lower price point no no no, no I'm airpods saying, are great listen listen i, I want to say um, i might go with a lower price point so i can kind of run with them and be a little more rough with them because if i do want to, if i do get airpods i'm definitely going to treat them better and cherish them like a little bit more do you know what I mean? Like, I'll probably use those more for work. But, um, yeah, that's all I'm saying. What you want, well, Yeah, what about you? Steve? I know
2: you love stuff.
3: I love stuff. <laughs> stuff is my favorite.
0: I really want an Xbox One. Oh, that's my, my cop of the week. Is there Perfect. any reason why? Yes, yeah. there's a very specific reason why. <laughs> uh, they just made Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2 backwards compatible. All right. So I'm trying to uh, get into that.
1: I'm going to be completely different and go completely away from tech. I've been hungry as shit for <laughs> for a nice big steak, so I'm probably gonna buy like a T bone steak this weekend. That's fire. That's a, that's a Treat good yourself. of the week. Absolutely.
3: <laughs> All Cop, right.
1: Cop of the week.
2: You wanna take us out, Steve?
3: Uh Kyle, why don't you take us out, man? Alright. Uh that was episode two. Thanks for tuning in. Uh catch us back here soon.
2: Make sure to follow us on Twitter.
3: Yes. Minds Collide Pod on Twitter. We're gonna try and upload these Sunday
1: nights. So monday mornings you can listen and tune in next week to see if everybody survived not having certain <laughs> social medias God it's gonna damn. be interesting <laughs> oh man all right peace out guys Peace. peace.